Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to WWW. What happened this week in the world, and what do we think about it? Always coming to you live from Houston, Texas. Ken H. here, and welcome, welcome, welcome. We have made it to March. Fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. You're listening to WWW. What happened this week in the world, and what do we think about it? Thank you for coming, and thank you for joining. Let's get going. For those new to the program, of course, it's real simple format. We have the same format each time. We're going to talk a little politics, a little sports, a little entertainment, talk a little bit about some of the things happening in our world, have a fantastic break, and hear from our fun sponsors and grateful sponsors to the program, Travel and Leisure Magazine. We are always grateful that they are a part of our program and have been for such a long, long period of time. Thank you so much. And then we're going to have a little break and then come back and talk about some of the ad things that we discussed earlier in the program. Let's get going. Politics right off the bat. Well, if you remember, the uh, administration, current administration, had promised the students just before the election that they were going to defer and defend their loans and their student loans and kind of wipe those debts out. Well, for those that have paid their college uh, tuition and paid all those debts off or were in the process of paying them off, they were, of course, very frustrated with such a comment or such an idea. But for those that have no idea how to pay their debts off or no concept of how to get their debts paid, they were very excited. Well, the executive order came down and President Biden signed it into what is supposedly a law, but it didn't go very far. Immediately, of course, it got tangled up in the court systems, and it is to this day. Managed to go all the way up to, that's right, the Supreme Court, which heard oral arguments today talking about the legislative ability to defer people's loans, and therefore, who's going to pay for it? Well, we're not sure. Here's the way it goes. For those that have no idea about the Supreme Court, let me just share with you a couple. Don't ever want to embarrass or, 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 or say something stupid, but I want to make sure everybody understands the way it works. So you come to the Supreme Court, you do your arguments, both for and against. The Supreme Court then will take the arguments, ask some questions, of course, if they have any questions to ask to both sides of the litigation. Then they'll go back and the minority of the Supreme Court will take a head count. The majority of, this, of the court will take a head count. And for those that are in the minority, that lead or senior justice will then assign to one of those justices who would write the report, who would write their rebuttal, who would write their oral argument response to the case. And the same will happen on the majority side. They'll pick one of those jurists that will have a chance to write the majority and so that's why you always see when the trial and the Supreme Court judgments come down that they have a, a majority argument that wins normally with the vote and then there's a minority argument against the argument in the minority side so it this goes that way it's very simple it doesn't necessarily mean as an example the Republicans have a majority or there was a, a Republican presidents put on the Supreme Court from their side, a.k.a. there seems to be more conservative justices than liberal justices in the five to four argument, six to three. That's really not the case. 
So we have to kind of just see what's going to happen. But the point is, there's obviously already some, some arguments for and against. So we'll keep an eye on it. But that process that I've just described to you takes about three months. So even though we're starting here in March and we're hearing arguments today, we probably won't have a decision on the, on the case until they promise, at least the Supreme Court says, before the summer break, which is in July. So we'll kind of hear that going forward in July. So that's kind of how that's going to work. We wish them well, good luck, and that's that. Politics is finished. Supreme Court. How about sports? Well, if you're a sports person, you're kind of in a limbo state. Once the Super Bowl occurs, those football fans have to go find, you know, if you want to watch the XFL, I guess you can try to find those games. Boo-hoo, yuck. If you want to do baseball, all you can watch are the, are the summer leagues as the summer's camps are going on and so there are some baseball games starting and you can go watch them on TV you can find them on TV if you like European soccer European football that's going on so you find plenty of those and of course then on the Saturday Sunday you can watch golf tournaments now there's plenty of college basketball and there's plenty of professional basketball as they get near there's also some hockey so it's not the the one-time sporting like the Super Bowl football during October November December but it is time where you can watch a plethora of sports if you're a sports fan and you can always find something to watch. So you're in a good spot if you like your sports. Spread your love, spread your sports, spread around. I know the parents are racing back and forth between their kids' games, both inside and outside of the gymnasium. Entertainment. Well, once again, I believe, and I say this with my heart, I believe the SAG or the Screen Actors Guild Awards happened the other night. I didn't see them. I don't watch them. I have really fallen out of my entertainment desire to report something because the entertainment industry is really just kind of And it's not really fun anymore. They're too much uh, telling people what to do, telling people where to go, what to say, what to think. The movies are regurgitated, old movies that we've all seen or loved before, and they're just trying to remake them, re hoping to recapture some of that artistic joy that was done back in the early movie when it was presented. So it is what it is, but that's your sports, entertainment, and the politics. Let's continue. What's happening in the world? Well, unfortunately, uh, tragedy continues on the train industry right we had these train collisions and troubles here in america greece is no different sadly two trains collided in the country side of greece and 43 people were unfortunately killed the transportation minister of greece has immediately stepped down and uh and we'll try to see what the cause of that we don't know just yet what the cause of that injuries uh, and, the, and the troubles of those trains, but clearly on the wrong tracks for one of them going head on into each other. 60 people were killed in a boating accident, migrants killed in a boating accident off the coast of Italy. And again, they were trying to find a better life, trying to go someplace better, and that boat capsized and washed up on shore, and unfortunately 60 people went down. So that's kind of the sad part of where we are in, in the world of, of activities. Of course, we know the Ukraine-Russia conflict is going on. That took a bit of a turn where our President Biden went over to and spoke to uh, President Zelensky and some of the other leaders in that region, and they had a conversation or two. 
uh, promising this or that. We'll see what happens. The public, if you remember me saying last week or last time we were together, that uh, the public seems to be drawing an, an uninterest in the, in the Ukrainian war, with 60% surveyed in May uh, being, let's give, you know, support to the Ukrainians. Now it's down to 48% of the American surveyed say, I'm not that interested in helping him anymore. 29% said, no, we don't help them at all. And 22% said, I have no opinion on it. Those were 1,000 people surveyed. And that's kind of the story. And America does seem to be in that, in that vein right now of not sure whether we just keep pouring money and activity into that, what seems to be a long way. There's so much happening in our own country. Is anybody focused from the government over here on us and our land? How do you feel about work? Do you wish somebody would come and tap you on the shoulder and say it's time for you to go? Or do you have this look by your boss that simply says, Yes, I know it's five and you're going to stay till six. Or yes, I know it's six and you're going to stay till seven. Or yes, I know it's supposed to be quitting time, but we have to do a little bit more today. We have to do a little bit more work. Well, there is hope for those that happen to work at SoftGride Computers. SoftGride Computers is an India-based company. They have offices in the United States and offices in Australia. And 10 minutes before 5, on their PC computers, the screen pops up and says, the computer system will shut down in 10 minutes. Please go home. And as you can imagine, within 10 minutes, the computer screens are shut down. And then you get to go home. Go home? How about going on vacation? Travel Leisure Magazine is unbelievably able to help you. Travel Leisure Magazine will come right to your house. Great friends of this program. 12 issues. That's one year for $29.99. That's 58% off the newsstand price. If you order today, dial 866-737-8037. Or get on that computer before it shuts down www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today Travel Leisure Magazine, my favorite magazine to get you where you want to go for your family, for yourself, for your friends Well, if you can't imagine, that is the topic of the second part of our program, Fastest 25 Minutes of the Podcast World. Thank you for joining. Just please go home. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to have the please just go home? SoftGride is a software company, and it warning message pops up on their computer and says, your shift is over. The office system will shut down. Please go home. Somebody noticed, of course, on LinkedIn to ensure employees don't overwork themselves. The viral message has gone crazy. The employee joined the company in India, and the company on its website says it's true. Please go home. Isn't this fantastic, said one of the human resource specialists. 
So I think if you're working in this time of culture, you do not need any Monday motivation or a fun Friday to improve your mood. This is reality in our office. Yes, in this era, we believe in flexible working hours and happy environment. As of Monday, the post had garnered more than 428,000 likes on LinkedIn and thousands of comments. I can't even pronounce the name. Shweta Shukla, SoftGride's co-founder and chief executive, could not immediately be held for comments. But he did say to NBC News, she said she and her partner saw the initiative as a way to prioritize necessary breaks and maintain an overall work-life balance. We'll talk about that in a second. Among their 40 employees who would often stay late to meet client and office demands. Coming up with a solution was shared thought process amongst the partners. Since the pandemic, we've all been facing issues and working overtime and missing out on the social parts of our daily lives, like quality time with our families and loved ones. Shakula said she and her partners chose the pop-up method to reveal their notification to their employees since it was more fun and engaging than an email or memo. What do you think about that? 428,000 likes, thousands and thousands of comments. Well, I'm certainly going to comment. Why wouldn't I? You know it, right? We all know those friends of the family and those certainly new to the program. I have been in the Netherlands 15 years, and that European way of life is a very, very similar type work-life balance. Never heard that expression till I got to Europe. Of course, Americans don't really talk about it. It's always work, 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 work. But in fairness, it was pretty incredible that you have the work-life balance concept. And it was pretty amazing. And a lot of things happened, and I noticed in Europe, and I will share with you at this moment, as we talk about work, work-life balance, and how are you doing at it. A, of course, number one, do you love your job? You like your job? You hate your job? There's only three choices. I love it. I like it. I hate it. If you love it, you're probably great at it. The company hopefully is taking care of you. If you like it, you're, you're paying your bills, and you can't find anything else yet to do different. And if you hate it, of course, I do ask the question, why aren't you making a change, or do you get so much money from the company that you just need to stay with it even if you hate it. That's an interesting comment and topic for another night. But here we are, and we're talking about this. And so the Europeans, I learned very quickly, A, they bring lunches in. So just sandwiches, you know, cheeses or breads or meats or things like that. Nothing fancy, but they bring in the lunches for the Dutch specifically. And so the Dutch will get a free lunch. So they stay around, they stay at their desk probably, or eat maybe in the kitchen or whatever, and they sit and chit-chat, they have their lunch break, that's not the issue, but they don't have to go out and spend their own money on food, which is pretty cool. And I thought that was very unique. And so my company was doing that for us. When I started my own company, I of course did that for my employees as well, and it just worked out perfectly. So that was fantastic. And then there's the balance part. The U Europeans, and certainly the Dutch, have these five weeks vacation. And I can assure you, they take every single day of their five weeks vacation. Nothing wrong with that. They're entitled. They work hard for it. 
but it's very different when you think about it and you're hearing me from the American audience. I do have European audience. I do have people living in uh, foreign countries, and I'm always glad that our audience is, is far-reaching. And they know what I'm talking about as I smile and remember those great times in Europe. But my point is it's interesting, very interesting in fairness, that there is this work-life balance that you must go away from your job. And I've seen it a hundred thousand times where people would stay at their job. They would work up until five, let's say, is their time to go home. There's stuff on their desk. There's piles of work on their desk. And they literally get up and walk out. And I often would see that and I would kind of go, what there's stuff to do? It'll be there tomorrow. And you know what? They're right. It will be there tomorrow, as it always was, right? And so it's a very interesting way, and I started to really grow into that kind of work-life balance mentality. And at the time, I only still had the horse. I always had midnight with me. Uh, no other real family to deal with. So it was always midnight and I, and the horse obviously was the good quality time, and I would race out to see him after work and spend that time and do writing or playing or whatever we did together. And then I would come home and have a dinner and then go see friends or hang out with some friends, and that was fantastic. And so that was a great balance of have a good time and then go back to work and get it done the next day. Work hard, then go play hard. Come back and work hard, play hard. It was a pretty good breakup, but it was a very crystal clear setup. If you were to go on vacation in Europe, literally, you can be assured, almost with every single company, I won't say every company, but I would say 99% of the companies would leave you alone. They're not going to call you. They're not going to call you and interrupt your family time, your beach time, your Disneyland time. They're not going to do it. They're, you're away to get away. They respect it. They know it. And they're going to honor it. And so you go and you go and you go and have a great time. And again, some of those trips for the Dutch, you know, they would not take the whole five weeks at the same time, but they would easily and many times take three weeks that's unheard of in America. Three weeks is probably the most accumulated time for an American to have with a two weeks vacation than any of the American holidays. Probably calculates up to about three weeks, but never all at once. And then there's two extra weeks that the Europeans have as well. So five total weeks in most of their jobs. So that was pretty cool, but they always would take three weeks for sure. You could almost guarantee. In fact, if you were to buy furniture, oh, this was a story. If you were to buy furniture in Europe and you were to kind of get there around June, July to buy your furniture, you were never, hear me, never going to get it before October. That's a fact. A, they had to build it, but B, there was nobody working in the summer to deliver it. That's a fact, a true story. Ask any Dutchman, ask any Dutch woman, ask any European. The deliveries in the summer were non-existent. Mattress Mac could go over if he were to start a company in the Netherlands and use his formula if he were able somehow to keep a workforce going and doing his, you know, buy it today, have it in three hours at the house tonight, make you money. If that were the case, he would absolutely be tearing it up in the Netherlands. But he's not over there. He's over here. And that's the facts. But that was just it. So how are you feeling? Do you take time 
out of your life and spend the family time? Are you forced to do it? Do you have to do it? Are you begrudging to do it? Do you have a company that supports you in doing it? I sure hope you do. I know that I have a company, and with federal grants and, and government loans and grants, things like that, that, that the work that I do is involving, they are quite connected to the federal government in that regard. And the federal government is a very big proponent uh, of supporter of this work-life balance concept. So you will get time off. You will take time off. Don't uh, suggest these, these times will carry over into the next quarter or the next year. So use them, use them. You don't want to lose them, that kind of concept. So it was always very, very positive. But anyway, that's the kind of seriousness we have about this. So I will encourage you, get yourself the Travel and Leisure magazine. I'm not kidding. Get yourself the discount. Get your Travel and Leisure magazine out and find a place for you to go on a holiday and get out of the office. Please go home. <laughs> I look forward to my company. I know my, uh, my company uh, uh, leadership listens to the podcast sometimes. I wonder if they'll hear this one. I certainly wonder if they'll hear it and then come into my office one day and go, please go home, which they don't, but sometimes they do. So I'm grateful that I work in that environment. And again, I love the work that I do, and I'm very grateful. As you guys that love your jobs also are grateful. And those that like their jobs, I wished you could find a way to love it whether that's do something different, maybe work with a different boss, try to do a bit more, different, less, whatever, so you could find some great time and love your work as well. And for those that hate your job, I really am so sorry. Uh, it is time is right right now to get out and find a new job, and there are better ways to find a job while you have a job, right? Versus being on the street unemployed, it's always better to get a job while you have a job. And so there's lots of ways out there. Uh, the WWW Work in Texas can help you. There's other services that can help you. The Workforce Solution offices around the, here in the Houston area certainly can help you. You've got your local stores and places there in the cities and towns you're living in that can help you reach out to family, friends, whatever you need to, to say, hey, I really would love to have a better gig so that I could go to work and love it and go to work and like it. And then I could come home and have a balance because I love what I do, now I love my home life. I, love, I like what I do, I can like my home life. But I can assure you, if you hate your work, which is most of the time of your day, you're gonna come home and bring that, that wonderful spirit <coughs> with you to the house and then it'll be a, a crappy evening too so i wish you nothing but the best success i really want you to find what you're looking for i hope and i'm glad you're with me tonight as always thank you so much we are always looking out and having some fun and uh i got a lot of cards and notes about my paul harvey tribute i got a lot of notes about the uh, Super Bowl week. So thank you for that. I was traveling a little bit. I'll do a little bit more traveling at the end of this month, but nothing up till the keep me from you and keep us from being together here in the next couple, three weeks or so. So we are always glad because remember at the end of the program, like at the beginning of the program, we have a little format, but at the end of the program, what are we all? We're all in this together, right? So it's always good to come together and talk about these things, have some fun. Remember, sadly, the things that are happening in our world that are not as positive. 
Therefore, hopefully, and I'm a believer if you hear the things maybe that are not as positive, there by the grace is not me. And therefore, I could maybe have a better day today because I don't have those, unfortunately, terrible tragedies happening. And I don't wish them on anybody, certainly not at all the plan. But if you can kind of hear sometimes that other people are having a really worse time than you, then obviously then maybe you can kind of say, wow, my life maybe isn't so terrible. My job maybe isn't so bad. My company, my boss just told me the other day, get out. You've worked hard this week. Go home. That's what that, we were just talking about then. Please go home, right? We just were talking about that. So be on the lookout, right? And bosses, if you're hearing me, be on the ready to swing by your crew, swing by your team, swing by your cohorts, swing by the people that you're responsible for, and tell them, hey, please go home. Enjoy your family time. Enjoy your quality time together. Because if you remember, we're all in this together. We are all in this together. And I am Ken H., always coming from Houston, Texas. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great rest of your week. WWW, what happened this week in the world? Fastest 25 minutes of the podcast world. See ya.